Welcome to Habits and Humor, where you come to make serious progress without taking life too seriously. This podcast shows how we can create powerful daily habits and enjoy life at the same time. I'm Susie B, and this is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live. You know those memes that show what I think I look like when I'm running and then what I actually look like when I'm running? (laughs) Or what I think I look like when I'm doing Zumba and what I actually look like when I'm doing Zumba? The running one might, for example, show a woman with perfectly flowing hair and excellent form and just feeling super strong and all of these things. And then the reality is like your form is all over the map and you rolled your ankle and you got big old pit sweats and you're red faced and just your hair is a mess, but it doesn't even matter. These memes are hilarious, but I had one of these experiences in real life. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. In a beautiful time of life during college, I absolutely loved going to college and I roomed with, or I was able to be roommates with my sister for a little while. That was so much fun. My sister and I are super, super close. And during this time we became even closer. It was so fun to room together. And we actually took a class together. We took a hip hop dance class together at the university or at uh, Idaho State University. And she is a gymnast and a ballroom dancer for many years prior to this. I was an athlete for many years prior to this. So we're both very fit, but fit in different ways. Our bodies move worlds apart, like totally different aspects of how we move. So we take this class together and I'm about seven inches taller than she is. She has a very different body type than I do. And we're both there to just move our bodies, but it looks different. When we're doing the same things, it looks very different. Super fun class. The instructor was awesome. We had a great time together. It was super fun to take the class with her. But just being able to see, you know what, this is two very different experiences doing the exact same movements. It was super fun. Thoroughly enjoyed the class. Absolutely got so much out of it. At the end of the class, the instructor informs us on the last day, he says, I'm starting a hip hop club and I want to invite several of you to join this team. And we're going to travel and we're going to compete against these other teams and do things for as a hip hop club. And he walks up to my sister and I on the last day of class and he looks at her and he goes, Hey, I would really love for you to join our hip hop club. Are you interested? And she's, oh, I don't know. I got a pretty full schedule or whatever. Da, 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 da. And then he looks at me and he goes, thanks for coming to class. <laughs> I was like, so insulted. Like I didn't even get an invitation, but oh man, it was just, it was one of those moments where you're just like jaw dropped. That was one of those moments. What I think I look like doing hip hop, what he sees me doing hip hop. But here's the lesson that I want you to take away from this story. His opinion of my dancing abilities did not matter. I loved that class. I feel really good when I move. I feel like the image of the first half of that meme. I think I look really good when I do hip hop dance. And even if I don't look good, it doesn't matter. I love how I feel. When I listen to that music and I move my body to that beat, it is just so awesome. I love hip hop music. I love hip hop dancing. Whether or not I look good doing it does not matter. Does not matter. I want you guys to believe in yourself so hard that nobody else has to. Whatever you're doing, be so committed to the fact that you can do it, that you are enjoying it and that you deserve to be there that it does not matter what anybody else has to say about it. And I want you to take this concept and apply it to specific aspects of your life. For example, 
going to the gym. This is one of those things that I hear from a lot of clients. I actually had a a person tell me this story lately and this blows my mind, but it really does happen. There's a lot of gym shaming that goes on, but I want you guys to be able to believe in yourself so hard that it does not matter. When you go to the gym for the first time, you're going to walk in that building and you're going to feel different feelings. Some of us feel very excited about being there. Some of us feel super intimidated. Some of us feel scared. Some of us feel nervous. Some of us don't know what to do. We are overwhelmed by the equipment and all that kind of stuff. Whatever you're feeling, it's okay. The point is you're there for you. You could be in there with 800 other people, or you could be in there alone. The purpose does not change. You're there for you and your fitness. That's where I want your mind to focus when you're doing these kind of things. So you go to the gym and you start working out. And this story came from one of my friends. She said that someone came up to her as she was doing the stair climber. She's just super sweaty. This was the first day back in the gym after a long period of not working out. She was super out of shape. She goes back in there and this woman comes up to her and says, I just want to check and make sure you have medical clearance to be here. Oh my word. Like the gall of this person. Why, what business do you have being here trying to make my friend uncomfortable for trying to improve her life, trying to improve her fitness. Holy moly. If you want to be there to encourage her, Hey, it's good to see you here. You're doing an awesome job. You go ahead and say something. If you have anything else to say, <laughs> you zip the lips. If you're concerned about their medical well-being, then that's one thing, but this context, it was not. This was just another gym goer that for some reason needed to project something out onto somebody else. I don't know what was going on there, but it was a horrible situation. My friend got totally offended and did not go back to that gym. Listen, if something like that happens in your life, let it roll off of your back. My best friend uses this to coach her volleyball kids. She says, you can be a duck or a diaper. (laughs) Are you going to soak it all in and let it weigh you down like a diaper? Or are you going to be a duck with those waterproof feathers and just let it roll off your back? It's a beautiful image, really. When people come in and say something to you on something that you already are feeling maybe a little bit shaky about, maybe your confidence isn't 100% yet, and somebody comes in and hits right on that button, go back to your, why are you there? Are you there to impress this person that's over here on the treadmill? Or are you here because you are going to improve your health and fitness? Why are you there? Lean on your why and then forget everybody else. Your why is you. Your why is your family. Your why is the people that you care about. And one of those people is yourself. You don't even know this person. Even if you do know this person. The next example I want to use is starting a business. Sometimes with a lot of entrepreneurs, when you start a business, the people in your life don't understand. Most people in your life might be working for the man. They might be in a stable set job or nine to five kind of a deal. And when you start this crazy venture of yours, nobody gets it. And you feel a little bit alone. There's something called uh, solopreneur loneliness. This is a big thing. There's books about it. Anyway, when you start a business, sometimes it feels lonely because the people in your life may not understand. This can be your kids. This can be your spouse. This can be the people that are closest to you that are going to say things like two or three months into the process, You're racking up all these bills and you're not making money yet. And they're like, oh, is this really worth your time? They're hitting right on those buttons where you're already feeling unconfident. That can bring you down if you decide to be a diaper or it cannot matter at all if you decide to be a duck. Listen, my friends, I want you to be so confident in yourself 
and so connected to the reason why you're doing the thing that it does not matter what anybody says to you. You're there because you know you should be there. You know this is the right path for you. You know this is the right thing for you. And what other people have to say cannot drag you down because you are so confident in your ability to do the thing, whatever the thing is, whether it's working out, whether it's starting a business, whether it's parenting, whether it's making any change in your life. Another example of this would be when a lot of people come to me and they're like, Hey, I started to lose some weight. And now my friends are mad at me for it. Like there's being super negative to me. Oh, she's going to be, yeah, I know you're not eating the food today. Cause you miss is healthy. Like people coming and teasing you about making good decisions for yourself. Don't let those people bring you down. Focus on your why. Just because your friends don't understand your process doesn't change your process. You're still there to improve your health. Don't let anybody else affect the decisions you're making unless those people have quality insights. There's a quote by Teddy Roosevelt. He's one of my very favorites. And he talks about how Brene Brown quotes this as well. And she talks about how you should only take advice from the man in the arena. Listen, if these people are not doing or have not already done what you're doing, their advice is null and void. If somebody comes to you and says, oh, it looks like your business isn't going well, but they've never run a business, they have no idea what the first two years looks like. They have no idea the first two years is a straight uphill battle. And for 99% of people, the first two to three years of entrepreneurship is barely breaking even if you're doing well. For most people, that's reality. But there's 10 or 20 Instagram influencers out there that are like, we made $8 million in the first two months. Like, of course, that's going to throw off the scale. Of course, it's going to throw off the perception of reality. But it doesn't matter because you're not there to be an Instagram in- influencer, unless you are. If that's your goal, go for it. Believe in it. Run that direction. But for most of us, we're there to make a difference in the world. We're there to do something that means a lot to us, to follow a passion. You're doing the same thing, whatever it is, starting a business, running a family, you know, getting healthy, changing your life, any changes that you're making, stay connected to your why and don't let other people bring you down. When your hip hop instructor comes up to you and says, thanks for coming to class. (laughs) You just keep on dancing. You keep jamming to that music. You keep loving that experience. I will remember that conversation forever, but it did not stop me. I just went to a concert last week with my aunt, with my sister-in-law and niece and my mom and my husband, and <laughs> I was showing them my sweet dance. <laughs> I'm a terrible dancer. If any of you've ever seen me dance, I don't care. I love it. I really love dancing and I'm fine to do it in an audience full of thousands of people watching this concert. Didn't bother me at all. Here's the thing. I want you to be so confident. And so confidence isn't the word. Confidence, you gain confidence as you take action in the right direction. Confidence will come. If you're feeling like, oh, I'm not confident in this yet, don't let that hold you back. Take action in the right direction and create the pattern of success. Okay, I can do this. I have done this. And once you start to see that pattern, you'll gain that confidence. Here's a super cool, super quick activity that you can do to help build your confidence in whatever you are feeling unconfident in. You ready? It's one of my very favorite things to do. I call it past pillars. I refer to pillars in my business as the big things in your life, the big aspects of who you are and what kind of the strength that you have. So maybe that's your health. Maybe that's your finances. Maybe that's your family. Maybe that's your faith. The big aspects of who you are. Those are your pillars. I want you to come up with some past pillars. I want you to come up with some past experiences, some past accomplishments that you have already done 
in general, go ahead and just make a big old long brainstorm of all the things you have accomplished in your life. And then go back and circle the ones that are related to the thing you're feeling unconfident about. So if you're feeling unconfident about going to the gym, write down all of the ways that you have already made progress in your healthy life from way back when you were a child. Look, you grew from a baby to a toddler, (laughs) to an adolescent, to an adult. Your body knows how to grow. You're good. You've got the pattern in place. You can still grow. You're still able to grow physically. That can give you a little bit of confidence. You know what? I've been doing this my whole life. Quite literally, you've been doing this your whole life. You did this for nine months before you were born. You've been growing forever. So you can do this. You can continue to physically change your body. What about starting a business? You know what? I have graduated from high school. I went to college. I have accomplished things before that were a long to-do list of new things. I have tried new things and accomplished those things. I've learned new skills. I have found a passion that I connect with deeply. Use that for your pattern. You know what? All of these experiences have led up to what I have learned so far. That's what's going to give me the confidence that I can do this. What about running a family? There's so many times as a mom that we doubt ourselves or a dad. We doubt ourselves as parents. But listen, (laughs) this is one of the things that I say to myself all the time. My kids are still here. My kids are still with me. They're still breathing. They're still moving. And I know for some of you, you've lost children along the way. But listen, they're still with you. Whether they're here physically or emotionally, spiritually, they're still with you. You will have those children with you forever. And you have had them for a long time already. You already created the pattern. You can be an excellent parent because you've parented. (laughs) You've parented every single day since you had that child. Every single day you've been that kid's parent. You can do this. Have confidence in yourself. Build that confidence in yourself by looking back at what you've already achieved especially in those areas that are specifically related to what you're working toward. A couple of other things that I want to cover today about all of this is just believing in yourself. Believe in yourself so that whatever this dream is, whatever this desire is for you to move in this direction, there's a reason. Ask yourself what that reason is. Become really acquainted with that reason And I like to use a a program that we call the seven levels of why in my Habitize Health program, we use this. Don't let it be something superficial. If you're like, I want to lose weight because I want to look better. Mm, That's a good start. Ask yourself why again. Why do I want to look better? I want to look better because when I lose the weight, when I look a little bit differently, then I have more confidence. Okay, why do I want to have more confidence? Because there's so many things that I want to accomplish in my life. There's so many good things that I want to be able to do. And I need that confidence in myself so that I can do those things. Okay. So now we're getting to the meat of it. You want to lose weight so that you can do more important things in your life. Why do you want to do more important things in your life? I want to do these things because it brings me joy. It makes me feel like me, makes me help me make a difference in the world with my family or with the world at large. Okay, now we're getting into the meat of things. So this is why we do seven levels of why. Keep asking why, then answer it, and then ask why again, and then answer it again. 
another quick exercise that you can do. Or sometimes this exercise takes a while. I've had clients that have done this over two days. Give yourself a little time to process this if you need it or buzz through it quickly if that gets you there quickly. Whatever it looks like to you. I have a friend that uses this image for this exercise. She does this in her program as well. She calls it the onion. <clears throat> as you're peeling back layers of the onion, when you get to the core of the onion, you might get a little emotional. You might start to cry. You might start to feel really connected to this thing. When you get to the middle of the onion, if you're peeling away layer by layer, at some point, your eyes are going to water. That is what we're looking for. When you feel emotionally connected to the answer to the question, why? That's your real why. Feel deeply connected to that. Believe in that mission and let that be the reason that no matter what anybody else says to you, just rolls off your back. Next piece of this is don't roll everybody off your back. Let's still be open to and aware that there are people in the arena. Like I talked about before, if there is someone that has done what you are trying to do, be open to their input, but realize they are not you. So in the business, co business coaching world, I've received many people who have sent me messages about, Hey, let me be your business coach. I want to just jump in and, and look at your business model and, and tell you a couple of different things. So for the first year, I was like, oh yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Come on in. Everybody tell me what to do. And I started doing a hundred million things that felt wrong. <laughs> and I thought, and the, these coaches just kept telling me like, oh, you got to do it this. You got to do this. You got to do that. And it was exhausting and I got burned out and I, it was no success. There was no difference. It made zero difference. And I was putting in tons of hours, spinning my wheels. I know a lot of people do this in the health world as well. Oh, you, you need to do fasting. Fasting is what's right for you. So you do fasting for eight weeks and you feel like garbage every single day. Or somebody's, oh, you got to lift weights. But then within two or three weeks, you've blown out a knee or something like that. Listen, <laughs> listen to the people in the arena, but also realize you are in the arena. Only take the information that feels right to you and then use that information. Use those people that give you the right information and can help lift you. If there are people that you're like, you know what? This feels right. This looks right. Get in touch with that person. Stay, have them stay in your circle. Keep them close to you and learn from them. It will help you speed up the process so that you don't have to be that, that lonely solopreneur, that lonely person who loses all their friends when they start to work out. You'll find some new friends. You'll find some people who understand your process and bring those people in keep them close to you. Be open to accepting information from other people. Realize what part of that needs to roll off your back and what part of that you should soak up like the diaper. Some of it will be very useful. Some of it will be exactly what you need to take you to the next level. In the Habitize Health program, I have shifted my coaching hugely from when I started to where I am now. I used to coach. I've done this healthy habits program for since 2012. So 2012 is when we started the Healthy Habits Program. And about four years ago, we completely shifted it. And then last year, we completely shifted it again. Four years ago, I opened it to more personalization where people can come in and they do the 10 healthy habits, but they do it on their own timeline and they get several different ways to track it. So whatever motivates you, if you're a pen to paper person, then I give you a pen to paper tracker. If you're an accountability person, then you have accountability buddies and a coach. If you're the kind of person who wants to go with the flow, then you also have a go with the flow system that helps you to learn as you go. So there's multiple options for what these people were doing, but I still had the 10 habits. 
So the research kept coming in. 10 is too much. 10 is too much. 10 is too much from my research, the input from my clients, the research showed, Hey, these are the 10 habits that everybody needs in their life. So I was like, do these 10 things and your life will be changed. True. But here's the difference. <laughs> you can't do 10 things at once. All of these clients were coming back to me like, Oh, I got three or four of these. I felt like a failure because there were 10 and I only accomplished three or four. So then I started actually listening to my clients and I shifted the program. So now people work on three habits at a time and we repeat the process three times. So you get to the same nine or 10 habits, but you only work on three at a time. And it has been magic. It's completely different. And the best part is I don't set the habits for you anymore. I have learned that the client knows what the client needs. You know what you need. If somebody comes to you and they say, you need to fast for 18 hours a day and you need to never eat a carbohydrate ever again. And you need to, I don't know, what's another crazy drink, 12 gallons of water a day. <laughs> if any of those feel right to you, then go ahead and give it a go. I like to use what I call the 72 hour rule. Do something for three days so you can eliminate some of the variables of change. And if it doesn't feel right, then let's move on to another. Let's try a different trial and error, but give yourself a little bit of a time to feel what the variable might be. Give yourself a little consistency and then personalize it to you. The whole first phase of Habitize Health now is called conscious personalization. It's where you take action that is personal to you. We adapt your habits for three weeks so that even if you're going into this and you're like, I know that I need to eat less sugar. If you cut sugar entirely on week number one, if you go from eating sugar every day to eating no sugar, your body is going to fight you. Your brain is going to fight you. And at some point, you're probably going to have a relapse. You're going to binge and then you're going to want to quit. So we're not doing that. You're going to come in and you're going to start on week one. All right, I eat sugar every day. Let's maybe go to every other day. And then in two weeks, we're going to go, maybe we're going to go three times a week. And then in two weeks, we're going to go, maybe we'll go twice a week. And then by the end of two months, you're doing sugar once a week and you're feeling confident because you've built the confidence with action. Confidence comes from taking action, but not big, crazy, overwhelming action. Start small and then progress it as you go. That consistency, that pattern creation and the celebration of it all. If you're able to see the small wins and celebrate yourself, then you create some release in your brain called dopamine and serotonin, and your body starts to physically, chemically connect with the action. Okay, so you know what? I did these three things today, and I feel good about that. Let's go ahead and do them tomorrow. And then you do this for two or three weeks. All right, all right, all right. We're getting this pattern. I can see how this is helping us. Cool, cool, cool. Now your body and mind are getting on board, and they're like, yeah, let's keep going with this. So then you adapt it, and you shift it, and you make it more personal to you. I'm not going to come in here and tell you every single, I used to come in here and tell you every single person should be having two servings of sugar per week. For some people, that was awesome. For some people, they were like, mm, two feels like too many. For some people, they were like, I do two servings of sugar per day. This is crazy talk. You need to do it your way. So get some people in your arena who have been in the arena or are currently there and doing well. I always try to find somebody who's 10% ahead of where I'm at. Find somebody who's doing a little bit better at what you're doing than you are. If you want a gym buddy, find somebody who is consistently going to the gym. If you're like, I need to start going to the gym and you find someone who's never worked out, they're probably not going to be the greatest motivator. But if you reach out to a friend and you're like, Hey, I know you go to the gym every day. Can I start coming with you? That friend's going to be like, heck yeah, come to the gym with me. We love it here. And I guarantee that friend has another friend at the gym who motivates her to go or some other connection. 
There's just so many opportunities for you to gather the right people around you. One, celebrate and believe in yourself. Take the action, believe you can do it, and then take the action. And then two, celebrate that action. Start small. If you go to the gym once, be so dang proud of yourself that you went to the gym once. And then the next day, maybe you'll want to go back. If you still don't want to go back, that's okay. Go to the gym twice and then celebrate the fact that you went to the gym twice. If the next day you want to go back, awesome. Celebrate it again. If the next day you don't want to go back yet, realize it's still new. We're creating a pattern. Your brain has to see the pattern before it starts to get on board. But I want you to make a big deal out of stuff. I want you to make a big deal out of little things. You know what? I drank one cup of water more today than I did yesterday. That's awesome. Find some people in your circle. Bring those people in who will celebrate you. My sister and my mom are these people to me. Anytime I do anything in my life, I will text them. I need external validation as an extrovert. That's just what I need. So I send a text to them and I say, hey, this is what I've got going on. This is what I did today. Be proud of me. And they are. And they'll be like, "Woo, good job. Those are my people. You need to find some people like that. If you don't have some people like that, I want to be your people. Okay. I've got a whole room full of people that will celebrate your progress as part of the system. If you want that community, reach out to me. Habitize Health is a wonderful place to get that support for improving your health. If you need a community of business owners or something like that, I can certainly connect you to those people as well. I have a lot of those people in my circle, though that's not what I coach. Other support that you can have. So once again, believe in yourself so hard that nobody else's input matters. Then two, take the action and actually, I guess that's three. Believe in yourself. Take the action. Celebrate the action. Those three. I'm just going to stop there. Believe in yourself. Take the action. Celebrate the action. Rinse and repeat, you guys. Rinse and repeat. Anybody else that you can bring into that circle is a bonus. If you can bring in coaches, bonus. If you can bring in support people, bonus. Be open to listening to other people that can help you, that are ahead of where you are. Be open to being cordial to the people who are not ahead of you, who are not where you are, who do not see the vision, who do not understand your process. They are welcome to have their opinions. They're not welcome to share their opinions all the time, but if they share them, that's their agency. (laughs) You get to decide what sticks and what goes. Believe in yourself so hard that when your hip hop instructor comes to you and says, thanks for coming to class today, you dance your way home anyway. That is the message I want you guys to take away from today. You can do it. Whatever it is, you can do it. If you feel drawn to it, if you're connected to that why, you can do it. And if you need support, reach out to me. I would be happy to support you. I always like to give you guys three takeaway habits that you can do to improve or to make this a habit. So three different habits that you can make this be a part of your life, this confidence, this belief in yourself, this ability to take action and celebrate. Number one is going to be positive affirmations. If you've heard anything about my mental health journey, you know, I love these things. I started doing positive affirmations when I was going through postpartum depression, changed my life forever. You just look at yourself in the mirror and you say positive things, whether you're connected to those things yet or not is irrelevant. If you want to feel beautiful, but you don't feel beautiful, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I am beautiful. You do this for weeks every day. First couple of weeks, it's not going to feel real. But after that, something magic changes in your brain and you feel it. If you are wanting to get healthy, you look in the mirror and you say, I have an amazing body every day for two or three weeks. And then eventually your brain catches on. And then all of a sudden you're like, yes, I have this amazing body. I want to treat it right. 
Start with positive affirmations. They'll change your life. Number two, journaling. If there is something in your life that you don't feel like you have the support, journal it out. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody about stuff, but there's just not a lot of people to talk to about it, journaling. Oh my word, this has saved me so many times. If I got to talk to, I just need to talk through something that I'm working out in my brain. I'm a very highly emotional person. I got all the redhead genes, very volatile. (laughs) My journal has saved me from myself and saved me from saying things that I didn't need to say. When I'm upset with my kids, I'll come in my room and journal for a hot minute. Then I'll go out there and talk to them. I've done this many times and with my husband, with my kids, with my, anything that happens in my life, if I need to talk it through, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be because I'm upset. If I'm confused or if I am not sure of what I'm supposed to do next, or if I'm just struggling or if I'm feeling unconfident, I can work through this. I can type up my past pillars. I can type up my past accomplishments. I personally am a typing journalist. I do not write. I don't, I get hand cramps and I don't like to write. I have terrible handwriting, not a fan of pen to paper. So I journal. If I pulled up my journal right now, it would probably be hundreds and hundreds of pages. I just keep it on a Google doc and journal in there anytime I feel like it. Huge fan of journaling. If you're overwhelmed by journaling, an easy way to start is a recommendation that I get from this book. It's called The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan. I love that book. It's my favorite book, but he recommends what's called three plus three journaling. You write down three accomplishments for the day and three goals for the next day. If you're overwhelmed by journaling, this is a one minute activity you can do each night that will change the way you see what you've accomplished and what you're going to do next. If you're overwhelmed by the next steps, this is a beautiful way to simplify. And the last thing I want you to do, you guys know, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a fitness guru. I am a huge fan of the physical body. I want you to physically stand up straighter. There's so much research about just shifting the way you hold your body physically that your mind opens differently. When you stand up taller, your brain is more clear, better function, more apt to release those happy chemicals. This is a beautiful thing that you want in your life. So stand up a little taller. Feel that confidence. You can actually physically feel confidence by just standing taller. Take up some space. Be taller. As a tall person, sometimes we try to shrink down or try to fit in. This can be any person. It doesn't have to be a tall person, but I happen to be 5'10". So sometimes we want to shrink down so that we can fit into the what's going on around us. We don't want to feel too big or too out of place. No, let that go. Wear the high heels. Stand up tall. <laughs> Take up a little space in the, in the world because you are a confident woman, man, whoever is listening to this, I want you to believe that you are a confident person and that whatever it is that you are feeling driven to do, you can do. You got this, you guys. All right. So those are your three habits for today. Affirmations, journaling, stand up straighter. Those two activities that I recommended earlier were writing down your past pillars and uh, accomplishments and circling the ones that are particularly related to what you're about to do. Use that to form your pattern and the seven levels of why. Keep asking why until you're emotionally connected to why you're doing something and let that drive you to keep doing it when other people come and say to you, thanks for coming to class. Thanks for being here, you guys. We've got three more episodes coming up on the Habits and Humor podcast. Keep listening with us. And if you haven't listened to all the episodes yet, go back and start from the beginning and, and listen on through. Or you can search for specific content if you need grocery shopping help or if you need meal planning or... Maybe you have, I don't know, specific needs. Go ahead and search it in the Habits and Humor podcast and see if there's an episode that's right.
right for you. If you can't find the episode that has the answer to the question that you have, I do a live question and answer session as part of my healthy habit challenges every single month in the healthy habits, Facebook group. So join healthy habits, go to group.susiebhabits.com and that will take you right to our Facebook group group.susiebhabits.com. We do a free healthy habit challenge every single month. And we do a live Q and a session as part of that challenge every single time. So if you have questions that you can't find the answers to come in here live and get them answered. Of course, you could always DM me at Susie B habits on Facebook or Instagram or wherever your social media is at. You can email me at susiebhabits at gmail.com. All the places. My website is susiebhabits.com. Anywhere you need to find me, reach out, feel free to reach out for me. Whether you need somebody to cheer you on, somebody to understand your process, somebody to just give you a little bit of support, a little bit of celebration, or if you need the health support, if you need health coaching, I am absolutely here for you. And remember, we've, we've totally shifted and elevated the program so that people are getting somewhere between 10 and 20 times the results we ever got before when I put you in charge. <laughs> so we absolutely shifted the model to make it so that you pick the habits and we just get you to a consistency where those habits or where those actions become habits. That's what we're at, you guys. I'm so grateful that you guys are here and we'll see you next week on Habits and Human. I'm Susie B. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us this week on Habits and Humor, where you come to learn about health and habits and then take action. If you're ready to take action, join our free Healthy Habit Challenges every month in the Healthy Habits Facebook group, where we master one healthy habit at a time. It's fast, it's fun, and it's free. So whether you're feeling overwhelmed, confused, or frustrated by your health, or you just want to feel good about your body and your habits, get in here. Go to group.susiebhabits.com to join or DM me at susiebhabits. That's S-U-Z-I-B habits. I'm Susie B and this is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live.